We're live, baby. Let me hear you on the microphone just so I can adjust my sound when you're there. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Yeah, I'm going to lower that a little bit. <laughs> mic check, mic check. This is beautiful. You sound so wonderful. I'm jealous. Hot tea, honey. Wait, she said what? No. Absolutely not. Pour me the rosé. Okay, okay. My reality TV obsession can't be tamed. I know, right? Yeah, it's just like a cute little hangover. Welcome to Coastally Speaking. I am one of your hosts, Sierra Robinson. Can you do my name in that? Introduce me. It sounds so much better. (laughs) And your amazing East Coast host, Savannah Duardo. Yes, <laughs> we love. She was oh, made for this. She was Hi, made to be Sam. a pod gal. Hi, Sierra. We're podcasting, oh, babe. Dude, I love it so much. <laughs> I do too. Uh, Sam and I have been friends for quite a while. So, like, do I want to age us? Uh, so long. Do it. I was trying to figure this out the other day. Oh. Um, and by trying to figure this out, I mean, I thought about it for like 0.2 seconds and then just came up with a number 12. But and then uh, I didn't do any like backlogging to see if that was a correct number. No, I think you're right. It was the year was 2011. Yes, yeah, set us up. Set I was up. I was 21 years old. Um, I met Samara from dating somebody, and then that's uh-huh. how we got introduced. So yeah, 21 years old, and I'm 32. Wow. So I was 19. You were a baby. You guys were buying me all of my alcohol and I was getting into clubs with, I think, Erica's ID. So I was from Fort Lauderdale, I think. What was your sign? Fuck, if I know. I think I was a Pisces. <laughs> I feel like that was like the quintessential like bouncer question that everybody using a fake ID is so afraid of. It was like, what's your sign? I'm like, I don't And, and horoscopes right. like weren't a thing like they were now. They weren't. And do we think that these like, late 20s early 30 year old men actually knew the correct answer to everyone's sign like you could say the wrong thing I'm imagining and they would just be like oh okay if there was confidence behind it okay so the thing is I do Uh wonder I'm like is is it kind of like you know like how when we're in our 20s we're like going out everything we don't really know what's going on for like the upper decades where Uh I'm like I feel like once I hit 30 like everybody that I know is either golfing playing tennis like nobody in my 20s was doing that and I feel like everybody's into like horoscope what's your big three so I'm like kind of wondering too like if this was like a if it's like a generational thing or like a as you grow with the decades, it's like you start slowing down and now we're interested in horoscopes because like, why was that the quintessential bouncer question that you were like having heart palpitations about? Cause they were like, if this is a fake ID, you do not know what sign this is. You wouldn't but, like, know. Now I'd be like, mm, February, let me think about it. You're either a Capricorn or like, you know, like, I- do you know it well enough that if somebody threw, okay. Um, July 12th. I want to say cancer. It's I'm going to believe you. It actually is. I dated somebody that was, I was going to say, I think cancer like cuts off at like the 24th or 20, 22nd, something like that. And then it goes into, I want to say July goes into August, which is Leo, which goes into September, which is, Hey baby, Virgo. Um, (laughs) October we have Scorpios. No, no. October we have Libras. No. Yeah, Sounds yeah. Like she doesn't know. Scorp- I think it goes Scorpio, Lib- no, Libra, Scorpio, then Sag. Okay. And then I want to say Capricorn. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, See, I, like, if I was a bouncer, I would believe everything you just said. I'd be like, well, yep, I'm age. And if you asked me this 10 years ago, I'd be like, I have no idea, but September 1st is absolutely a Virgo. Yeah, and do you guys have hypnotic here? <laughs> Malibu rum, <laughs> straight, no chaser. <laughs> no, just a just a handle of Smirnoff that we're just mm. like chugging in the car before we go warm. into true. You know, warm. warm Smirnoff with like a flat Sprite as our chaser. Mm. And that's how you know you had no business. We had no <laughs> business being there. No, um, but it was so are you fun. Well, speaking of like so fun moments, um, you had a very exciting weekend last weekend. Oh my God, Sierra, this beat is automatic. It was, uh, I saw Taylor Swift. 
I thought Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, but like you have to give the full story because you didn't just see Taylor Swift. You Taylor made Swift. a full on adventure. Like, yeah, I applaud the commitment. Thank you. I I really realized this weekend that I'm not just like a I'm not just like a girl who listens to Taylor Swift casually. Which for some reason I thought that was my identity. I'm a full on I'm a full on Swifty. Like I could I. Uh, fan a fangirl I'm a big fangirl have you seen your TikTok yeah no, you I did the pledge of allegiance to Maroon it's <laughs> America okay America brings us all it. together <laughs> um, no every time that I've said this to anyone they're like Savannah no one's questioned whether or not you've been a Swifty ever like you ever. have an issue yeah um no my friend and I so based in New York, she lives in Brooklyn. Um, and there was a Philly show. There was a Philly show and there's a New Jersey show. And I, because I didn't have tickets, I was leaving it up for both. Like if I can't figure out Philly, then I'm going to figure out New Jersey. Right. And we just decided to go in. We rented a car. We drove to Philly. We did not have tickets. We drove out there day of um oh, just my like, palms are already sweating like, mine are too and I already lived it so I know how this ends <laughs> um and it was first of all you know me I like a plan I love a spontaneous trip but normally there's some sort of setup something to it so I know where it's going this was right? like very out of character for me and I think it's because of Taylor she just brings something out of me um we go we have no tickets our only plan was like let's go post up at a bar near the venue yes question yeah question yeah. uh before you you get into it you guys didn't just like rent a car by the way you guys like rented like a red in- leather interior <laughs> convertible bmw like was that all they had on the lot for this trip to like or did y'all commit <laughs> no we committed listen we don't drive over here so it was like if we're gonna rent a car we're gonna rent a car and we're gonna drive in style down wind in our hair blasting yes. swifty blasting swifty which let me tell you no one in philly wants that <laughs> <laughs> as we're driving down the street we're like we are so aware that we are the two white girls in a convertible bmw with a red leather interior blasting style by taylor swift like, they were like damn not... they are here they are yeah. here <laughs> it, it it was giving like how you can tell when you go to coachella that no one in coachella valley wants you there it was that every time it's we got the out of the car we're like, run. so sorry it's the grocery yeah. store run where they're <laughs> like can you put on a shirt like, we're like what? it's a bathing suit come on it's 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 noon I'm gonna it's get back in the pool with the outside. beer yeah exactly they're like um, oh I miss Coachella I miss it so much um so okay, yeah so, so you- we get a really extra BMW car to drive out there and we do post up at a bar we're checking everything we're checking StubHub we're checking Craigslist Facebook Marketplace they're- Either prices are like astronomically high or it's just like scams on scams on scams. Like everyone is just sketchy. And yeah. um and we were and also Ticketmaster is doing these like drops of tickets day of, but you have to wait in a queue. So it's like the same chaos that everyone is going through when the T Swift presale was happening for the tour. Um, so you're literally in a queue and it's like 2000 plus people. And I can only imagine like what that plus is. I'm like, am I 40,000 people behind or like what's going on here? (laughs) And, and for some reason, Philly was like the most sought after show. Really? Yeah. Did you see any of the TikToks of people? I think it was like night two, but there were like 20,000 people outside of the stadium, just listening to her. They were having like a, like a tailgate, a Taylor gate. Party. <laughs> no, yes. no, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I did not hear that, but again, I believe. So, you mean to tell me that 20,000 people had the same idea that you did? Yes, plus, plus, it's wild and like, absolutely. And if we didn't get tickets, we probably would have been in that parking lot, <laughs> just like because at that point, we're in Philly, right? Like, I'm not gonna drive home. And just like cry the whole way. Yeah. Um, The second concert happening in the parking lot. (laughs) Exactly. And you're surrounded by like so much fun energy, I would imagine. Right. Because people that are people that are sitting in a parking lot outside of a venue, that's a whole different level of like 
love for and that commitment. Artist. Yeah. I'm yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> Watching yes. it on TikTok live. <laughs> <laughs> so that oh is God. the other question. It's either, and if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to share, but what? how much how did much? you end up getting <laughs> those tickets for? And like your, your tickets and, and, and how soon to the show starting, did you get said tickets? Because your seats yeah. were phenomenal. My seats were so good. We were floor third row. Like she was insane. Yeah. Insane. Um, you know, in uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, <laughs> she was talking about Celine Dion. She goes, and we could feel her sweat. It was that. It was like, I was getting Chiso sweat on me. Um, <laughs> so we bought the tickets at like 5 p.m. Doors opened at 6.30. We must have gotten the tickets closer to 5.30 because we actually ended up missing the first two openers, which okay. sad, but okay. Um, Do you know who they were? Gracie Abrams and Phoebe Bridgers. And I oh, love yeah. Gracie Abrams. And Chloe is a huge Phoebe Bridgers fan and she missed her. And we were both just like, meh. But whatever. The point was Taylor Swift. Exactly. Right? Um, Creme de la Croix. Yeah. Creme I don't even know if that's real French. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> ah oui. Whoa, what is ah oui? Yes. Um, <laughs> I think it's just we. Oui. Ah, we ah, ah, kind of throw it away, um, you know? Yeah. So we, so <laughs> it was so much money, Sierra. Um, <laughs> my friend that I went with did a very generous thing. She really, 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 really wanted to go. And it was looking like we weren't going to find luck with Ticketmaster or with finding cheaper seats. Um, and she was like, we drove to Philly. We're fucking here. Like, we're going and she basically got what my max amount was which was a thousand dollars that I was willing to pay to be on the floor I was like I cannot pay that much money and be in like the nosebleeds which by the way StubHub was selling nosebleed seats in obstructed view for like 1600 insane so like just to be in the venue at that point you should be in the parking lot um it's at it's that gross. point I should be on the stage yeah like are you kidding Taylor, <laughs> i'm gonna be backstage put me, in. put me in the coach absolutely insane and people people paid that that's not it's sad um so my max was a thousand so she was just like okay we're getting these floor seats you don't need to know how much i'm paying overall but just venmo me a thousand dollars i was like okay oh, <laughs> very uncomfortable with this but awesome thank you thank chloe you, and i love you thank you chloe shout out we chloe. love chloe i mean the second that she like bought the tickets our adrenaline went so high up. Our like vision started going blurry. Our hearts were racing. like, it felt like I was going into like a good panic attack. <laughs> it was I mean, a y'all lot. Prepped. Y'all brought nose spray. Y'all brought earplugs. Advil yep. before the show, which that was yeah, a new one. Which everyone on TikTok told me was a big no-no. Oh, really? Yeah, you... I guess you're not supposed to take Advil before drinking alcohol because it can really fuck with like, I think liver stuff. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. Thinner. That's uh -huh. okay. We live and we right. learn. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I like we did a dramatic shot of me pouring like six or seven Advils into my hand. Right. Um, we did it for the drama. I didn't take six Advils at once, but the amount of comments of people being like, are you okay? I'm like, you guys, <laughs> everything's fine. I took one. I took one pill. Okay. And you had a great time. End of story. Had the best time. Thousand dollars out plus, but it was worth it. Money but well spent. it was spent. worth it. Oh my God. It was so well spent. It was so much fun. And, um, and I'm so incredibly unhinged that I'm like, do I go to New Jersey? Slightly <laughs> 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 considering it. If I can find, there are ticket master tickets for like 50 bucks. If I can get one of those, I'll for sure go. Those are like obstructed view for 50 bucks. But you have to wait in the queue. It's the whole thing. So it's like, you're not for sure going to get one. But if you sit online all day, like refreshing and refreshing and refreshing, you could get one. Like the dedication and like I know, the, the, the love. That's real it's love insane. right there. Because I don't love anybody that much. I think <laughs> she's the only one. No, you're, I think you're healthy. I think you have a healthy um, relationship towards things. To be fair, I'm like, you would 
throw down on a Taylor Swift ticket. I'm like, if there was a TV show that was based off of like Vanderpump Rules reality trivia, mm. I could probably outdo the actual cast as to when things happened because like you know how the office and like parks and rec i call them like like kind of like your your mental health shows where it's uh -huh. just like you've seen them you can recite it you know exactly what's coming next but you have right. it on in the background because it just like makes you feel like a warm blanket kind of thing yes friends for me well yeah i mean it yours is okay so like before I was dating Connor like it's the office now but um it used to be Vanderpump Rules like I used to fall asleep to Vanderpump Rules oh tell God, me I that how I'm falling I... asleep to with like Jack just like yelling yeah <laughs> like the least chill but I'm like I know every moment pretty much that has happened in that show so I'm like there there are things to where I'm like your dedication to Taylor is like my dedication to reality tv and specific shows specific How much would shows you pay to be involved in the Vanderpump reunion oh like gosh. to be to be Andy's co-host oh. in a Vanderpump reunion what is your ticket price <laughs> oh the thing is they should be paying me but well, Sierra, that's not this game this game <laughs> is how much would you pay how much would I pay oh god I'm so cheap I'm like nothing <laughs> oh my god um <laughs> I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, because if anything, I'm like, I, the reads, the reads. And like, Tom Sandoval has like this whole thing where he will like come up with receipts at reunions being like, well, you did this five years ago. Like, it's not even on camera kind of thing. Oh my God, I would I love to give that back. Like, okay. I would love to be like, well, that's weird because in season three. Um, oh, I would love this. Sierra's <laughs> coming in with want... the facts. Yeah, like you didn't want Kristen to be invited, but then you're sitting here saying Katie has all, has to have the say in what everybody else is doing. But I'm watching old seasons back and you're doing all the same things you're trying to call out other people for. Right. So I would love to be the mirror to Tom Sandoval specifically. Oh, I love this. I would pay for you to do that. I'd pay a thousand dollars. See, like that's it. Like, let's take a poll. Like, hey, Andy, put me in the game. Right, put her in. I, I know things. I, I watched reality tv and i know things okay wait this is a perfect segue because i have to talk to you about the vanderpump rules finale um oh. and i watched your tiktok if you guys don't know sierra has been doing vanderpump um recaps recaps they're incredible and i listened to yours for the reunion or sorry the finale but yeah um you only get like six minutes of that and it's you speeding through stuff so i want to like go in on this with you okay can um, we okay okay so what are what are the moments what were the things that just there's so many there were so many um first of all the way that the last like three episodes the way that bravo and i feel like you tell me but for me this is a new thing that they're doing but the like flashbacks and the dramatic like rewinds that they're doing and just like them um starting off with Sheena and Raquel on the night that Ariana found out mm -hmm. I, I was like I'm getting chills right now just like thinking about it literally <laughs> literally I was getting chills talking about it um I always say that the MVPs on Vanderpump Rules are the editors oh um my God. they they do some of the funniest stuff and even the way that they cut to certain like clips uh, while during conversations or whatever, it's just the way that they can get either like hilarious moments, like it'll be like mm -hmm. Tom calling out the girls about like them being like the CIA, but then it's like the editors go in and it'll be like Kristen CIA. <laughs> She's like, and it's just like the way that they do things. So yes. And I'm like the editors opening up this episode with mm -hmm. that, watch what happens live. Like it was just like tingles, the chills. Oh my God. I'm like, this was the moment. This was the moment and they talked about it like when the whole thing broke was that Andy looked at Sheena during the commercial break of that um, and they were both just like, whoa, you, she picked Tom Sandoval and that Sheena turned to Raquel, Rachel, sorry, turned to <laughs> Rachel and is like, I chose uh, Schwartz or Sandoval because I thought you were going to choose Schwartz and her response was, well, Sandoval has abs. 
No. Yes. Rachel. Yes. So that was the spark of like first suspicion. And then this all like comes to light like that night. It's insane that, she- that it's literally like simultaneously while Sheena and Raquel are on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. On, like it was just, how does that happen? It's sick. Like it's that. Sick. It's insane. It's- the fact of the matter is too, that they were in New York for watch what happens live, but they were doing press. So mm-hmm. there's all of these videos, like, uh, all of like the bar stool, um, podcast and things like that, where Rachel's going around being like, I found my real friends. Like my oh first God, friends are that. Ariana and Sheena, like literally the day that all of this was like coming to light. Like she is still sitting here on her high horse being like my best friends. And I'm like, how sick do you uh. have to be? up here to be like knowing what you're doing you're sending videos and having sexual facetimes with this girl that you're calling your best friends long-term nine-year live-in partner Mm -hmm. and you're sitting here being like yeah she was the first person that was nice to me and like I really found my place in this friendship and I was like wait what is your place babe it makes me so uncomfortable. Michael Rappaport was on Sheena's podcast. Did you listen uh, to that episode? I honestly, my, I love Michael Rappaport. I, I love how him much so much. He loves. I love it <laughs> yeah. so much. And he's got the best takes on everything. But he was like, every young actress needs to watch Raquel and just study her. Like she needs to be a case study because she is so dedicated to this lie of a life. And it, and while all of this other shit is happening underneath it and you would never fucking know unless you knew and it's just like bizarre that we get to watch it with the knowledge of everything that's happened and how much of just crazy like what is going on up here it's giving how do you do that it's It's giving giving swim fan single white female it's giving the roommate which was a remake of single white female like it is crazy and totally that's what I'm saying. It's it, That's why I'm like, I hope she really is in a facility of sorts and getting diagnosed and medicated right. because you, you can't tell me that this is just how somebody's brain operates. Like, you know what I mean? Like without there being some sort of chemical imbalance, some sort of, because totally, that, it's like living split lives. It's, and it's, there was a minute. So I, I think it was like in season nine, maybe, um, And then even into just the very beginning of season 10, I was like, okay, I can actually like Raquel is this like very insecure, has like lost directionless, has no idea who she is. And then she's in this relationship with James who is like so toxic then. Now I love him. But at the time I I was like this fucking like crazy, makes her feel crazy. Like just calling people fat, just not. Oh my God. Yeah. And like for somebody with such low self-esteem like her and she's still so young and like malleable and just doesn't know what she's doing. I was like, okay, I actually, what she did was terrible, but I can't fully fault her because it really seems like there's a lot of like sad internal stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And then I got more into season 10 and I was like, this bitch is just fucking people over and like doesn't care at all. She She's just like a terrible human. Every, <laughs> every little single part of me that like wanted to be understanding and empathetic towards her watching how she has gone about all of this is gross the conversation she had with ariana is gross when she was like when i knew i was gonna leave my relationship like uh uh-uh girl so this this past episode too she said something that was really like eye-opening and she was like I had sex with Tom Sandoval because I wanted to know what it was like to sleep with somebody I'm in love with she was in a relationship with James for about four if not five years like it was a a long-term relationship and then in the reunion season nine when they announced that they broke up she said that she stopped sleeping with James that they hadn't slept together in two years, even though they got engaged. So mm-hmm. like there's shit like that where I'm like, stuff is not adding up to me. Like either right. you're lying about not sleeping together, which is weird, or y- y- like even without sleeping, without having that like sexual, whatever chemistry, why would you accept somebody's proposal? You know right. what I mean? Like there's clearly issues in the relationship that need to be worked out. So then when she said she like wanted to have sex with somebody that she was in love with, I was like, wow. Like, so I feel like that is a confession to me that's saying 
you wanted to be on the show that badly that you mm -hmm. stayed in a relationship with James. And then if you go back to like season, I don't know when she came in, I want to say like season four or five, but like she's avidly pursuing friendships with the like OG cast members. Like she's mm -hmm. come to my puppy party, like inviting Stassi right. and like Katie and Brittany and Jax. And it's like, these are people who very actively hate your boyfriend. Right. And you are trying so hard to get them to be your friends. And there's one scene where she gets back in the car with James after inviting people and saying like, nobody's going to come to my puppy party. And she's like, I just wish that you could like make it work because it's really hard for me to make friends when, and I'm like, babe, you're in LA. You're from right. Napa. You're in LA. You do beauty pageants. You cannot tell me that the only people that there are to be friends in LA are the people on this show. And like, right. With this is your brain, only option like her only goal and as we see that was executed season 10 was right. to be one of the mains in that group of people on that when her and sandoval i'm jumping around the episode but Please. the scene where he's at her apartment Oof. Oh my, there's so many moments first of all um i got douche bumps they cheers <laughs> each other they literally cheers each other which is so disgusting Okay, and the pick me vibes. We're celebrating. The we're pick celebrating me vibes right with now? welcoming him with a beer and a shot, like where it's just yeah. like it, judging by your outfit, you're you've just been sitting around on the couch, but you're like, hey, babe, thanks for coming over. Here's a tequila or a whiskey shot and a Coors Light, like disgusting. So dumb. So disgusting. dumb. And then what did he say? Where he's like, did he just say we can we dim the light? To being in hell. Oh, oh, because his, his cheers was to being in hell. And she's like, I don't think, or where we belong. He's like, I don't think we belong in hell. And yeah, he's like, can right. we kill these lights? Can we kill these lights? <laughs> I was hoping he was talking about the galaxy lights, but no. And then she no. turns off the actual lights and he's like, oh, so much better. Something I will never feel, sir. All of it was just so bizarre. They, it felt so incredibly fake like you could see her holding back a smile the entire mm -hmm. time and he was doing his like overly dramatic oh i'm so upset by this thing where it's like why don't you guys just both like be scary. happy yeah he looked like scary to me like right. he got hit by a train didn't mm -hmm. sleep for 24 hours and then decided to show up to shoot this scene right um but yeah, and then Rachel deciding to use logic and being like, I don't, how could I put my life on the line if uh, for somebody that could cheat on someone they love so much? And I'm like, how did you not think about this for the seven months that he was telling you that he was leaving his girlfriend and having right. you hang out with her? Right. Like, like you've already put your life on the line. It's not, we don't shit now is blown up. that decision. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not going to watch this. Affair. We're not going to watch this and be like, wow, Rachel, you've grown so much. Like, yeah. no, you got caught. Everybody's calling you every name in the book because what you did was disgusting. And then people also like are like, um, everybody on that show's cheated. It's not the same. It's, it's not, not the, the same. same. It's not the same thing. It's like, no, we're watching literally like two people who not only fell in love on the show, but it's like make all of these giant steps, take giant steps. And like, they were ride or die for each other as far as we knew. And like, right. can I just say that Tom Sandoval has been annoying since season one? He's been- I've never been a fan. He's no. so obnoxious. I mean, now no. he's more obnoxious, but I've never been like, ooh, Sandoval. Yeah. I don't like, think he's attractive. Not like, at all. I don't, I don't get it. The idea that like he thought that he was the shining star of that relationship and that we all loved them based off of him, like right. the delusion is just beyond, uh -huh. beyond. And then I'm like, for him to think that you're going to concoct this plan to like break up with Ariana and get with Rachel and that we're all just going to be like, oh, like, no, the only reason why this worked for you season two was because Kristen looked absolutely bizarre and you were gaslighting her and feeding her the same shit and feeding us right. all the shit to where we're like anything Kristen says is psychotic she's just obsessed with him and won't let him go and now it's right. like no you cheat all the time you gaslight her you lie and then you sit here and tell everybody that she's crazy and act like you're this like innocent fucking all-star boyfriend and then come to find out it's like you're cheating on the coolest girl on the Bravo. coolest girl I know <laughs> and you think we liked you two as a couple because of you sir we were like tolerating you because we love Ariana we were it like, like there okay must be something there yeah. must be something I can't see because she rides so hard for you and now I'm Speaking like of the Miami girl 
Mm, we all the Miami happened. girl of it all. Right. But watching the clips back, it's like for him to then admit that he knew and don't love that Ariana knew because of how that girl was treated on television. Like right. he was just to her face saying, we did not have sex. And to be somebody that had sex with somebody and have them look me in the eye with cameras on me, with my girlfriend yelling at her, saying, you're lying, we didn't, is like, ooh, <laughs> like, I can't. That's what threw me, like, that's why I never believed him, first of all, because I'm just like, what woman in their right mind is hopping on a flight no across one. country to be like, we had sex, we had sex, and for him to be like, no, sorry, we did and, and the way that he reacted was so guilty. And it's like, you're not even defending yourself. You're just like, <laughs> can I play dumb enough to get out of this? And like, it used to work. It used yeah. to work, and it worked. It worked. That's what it was like. I mean, there were two things. There were so many things. One that really killed me was his like fake crying throughout the entire episode. His panic attack with Lisa. Babe, it's insulting. I've had a panic attack. You can't just start to have one and then it goes away that quickly. You're either going into panic attack or you're recovering from not going into one. You can't just be like hyperventilating and then all of a sudden sitting there staring at Lisa like a normal person. I said the exact same thing. I've had two panic attacks in my life, um, alcohol induced, but mm -hmm. let me tell you when you have a panic attack and like the breathing goes, that whole thing, like you're done, you're, you're done, done. For the day. you're exhausted, emotionally spent, probably crying yourself to sleep. Like there is no world in which you're sitting down after the fact, having a semi-calm conversation. If anything, you're trying to figure out how to breathe again. Like, yes. You know, tears I mean? should have been running down his face. It, his self tanner it just, streaking his cheeks. Oh, I wish it had happened. <laughs> <laughs> I wish so bad. <laughs> like, but yes, I was like, and and watching it, I was like, it's it's insulting. I just said on my TikTok, I was like, it gives me nothing. But it's like, if anything, it just like gives me the ick. It's just like yeah. you are trying so hard, and and. Also to to piggyback off of that, the fact that we start off with him talking to Ariana and he's jumping up, like screaming, yelling, yelling at, at her, like he has a Please. freaking right. Okay. And then it's like, said on what happened live. She was like, there was like two hours of that where he was yelling at me. Like you guys got a minute of it, but it was all him yelling at me. It's, it's actually absurd. And then he walks into Schwartz's so beside himself as if he didn't see him yesterday, as if. Schwartz had no idea this entire freaking time on their right. triple double dates. Um, and then he's got so much remorse because I was like, and then with Lisa was just like the cherry on top where it was like, we're just going to sell this performance. And I'm like, yes, the only two people that you're concerned about are the two people that finances are still coming in from like your right. businesses. You don't right. want Schwartz to, to be done with you and you don't want lisa to fire you and right. when lisa had the audacity to say that you're just a good person who did a bad thing remember that no you are a repeat offender you've done this yeah. to multiple people with multiple people and god knows how many other people have been like tossed in on the side as just like you're cheating extra and lala's been on point throughout this entire thing like anything that she says now i'm like fact it's true uh I'm like, everybody needs a Lala in their life. That's just like, Hey, say how it is. I don't like your friend. It's not because of this it's because of that, because guess what? Two months down the line, when that friend fucks you over two months, two yeah. years, remember who said that. The <laughs> only issue is that like, because of how blunt and straightforward and like, like in your face, she is with it. People don't take it seriously. Cause it's like, okay, this girl's just like firing off whatever the fuck comes to mind. But it's like, now that things come every time something has come out, it's been like, Oh, Lala called that. It was just hard to digest because of how she presented it. Sure. Um, which I, I still love the vibe, just like in the moment when somebody is constantly coming out, you're like, not everyone can be as bad as you're assuming. They well, are. They're people, all terrible. People. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. I was like, people also have to remember that like Lala's sober. So when we're having nights out and like all of this stuff is going on, she's viewing things with a completely right. different set of eyes than everybody that's there. And that's why they were like, Oh, like it was, e it was easy for them to not see what was going on because they're so incestuous with like how they like hang out with each other and everything. But it's like, yeah, no, trust the fucking sober girl who's looking at things being like, 
that's not right though right that's not right she was there at the labor day party when sandoval refused to leave because he wanted to hang out with his mistress when his girlfriend of nine years grandmother died like she was like it's i don't need to know i'm not dating the man but just so you know the lie about him taking a shit and couldn't get a fucking car not true i was standing right there when she he told jason you can go ahead and leave but ariana's mad at me like mm, and that's also leading to my whole point that i was like sandoval was never gonna leave ariana facts Mm -mm. Facts. Mm-mm. The fact that he hid the photos on the phone. The fact that he said on the in the freaking episode, he's like, ordinarily I would have deleted something like this, but it's been such I can't a chaotic. He said day. that. What an idiot! What he a just, stupid fucking idiot! He just doesn't hear. He himself. literally just admitted that this is an ordinary thing for you to do. This is not like out of the realm of like what you're comfortable with. You are used to hiding shit and lying to people and covering up. That is so icky. It's so, it was so casual. Uh, my friend just sent me um, a text that was, I got a text. Um, my I got friend a text. Just, <laughs> my friend sent me a text that was um, a screenshot that Tom apparently had a an app on his phone that looked like a calculator. And that's, she sent me the screenshot of the apps in the app store where it's like a calculator that's for hiding photos and videos and whatnot. So I'm like, Oh, the the lens that people will go. And then it's just like the stories that they tell to victimize themselves and make it sound better where I'm like, no, this was fucking calculated. Seven right. months is not a mistake. Mm-mm. It is not a one-off thing. It is, it wasn't, oh, I, I thought we were going to break up and then we didn't. So I made a bad mistake, whatever. And even then still not justified. I'm like, you put yourself in that situation. You could have left at any fucking time, but you were never going to because you loved the comfortability of what you built and what you had. And you just wanted to feel young and in love. And like somebody just like worships the ground that you walk on, but isn't an actual partner. That's not going to tell you that your shit is bullshit. Did you see the, somebody put a TikTok together where it was like, um, side-by-sides basically of shit that he said to Kristen and then shit that he said to Ariana during the breakup and it was like verbatim the same thing of like I just feel like you don't even like me and like just first of all no they don't because you're annoying yeah my very presence annoys you it's like babe yeah exactly you you are annoying everything almost about you like there's no say there's no saving this guy there is not one redeeming quality that I can name Mm -hmm. off the top of my head I can't even give you a situation to where I'm like oh he did something that wasn't either held over somebody else's head later at a later point or like had an ulterior motive to look good like these guys just don't have that these guys have been covering up their transgressions for years they have this whole buddy system and they all hid behind jacks because jacks sorry was not the smartest so it's like and did the dumbest the dumber thing to where Mm -hmm. it's like we can highlight this and these guys are hiding behind it but like tom and tom are on every trip that jacks cheated on right and tom like knew everything besides they know they know they knew they know But then it's like, God, I can't believe Jax would do something like that. It's like, well, Tom cheated. Oh, yeah, but Jax. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jax confirmed that Tom. Well, I can't believe Jax would be such a weasel. And it's like just not playing along for once because y'all literally throw him under the bus any chance you get. And then the one second y'all are exposed, you're like, Jax, I thought we were friends. Yeah. Tom being like, stop throwing us under the bus. And it's like Ariana backing that up during a reunion and was like, no, what he meant was, and I'm like, no, babe, what he meant was what he meant. Stop throwing us uh, under the bus. Stop, t- stop tattletailing. <laughs> I'm so excited for Ariana to not be backing Tom anymore. Like, we don't need, we don't need this. And one like cool slash sad and scary thing um, that like really resonated with me for some reason was the fact that she, like, as soon as she found out was like shooting texts out to everyone that she knew. And I can't remember who said this, but somebody said it on one of the millions of podcasts I've listened to with different cast members um that she was doing that because it was like if I wait until tomorrow morning he will have convinced me out of letting anyone in on this like I'm gonna be covering for him forever if I don't and she knew like I have to make sure everyone knows about this right now while I still feel like this rage towards him and it's like I love that she knew that she had to do that and did it I hate that it's like he's so manipulative manipulative um manipulative 
that if she had waited any longer, he would have convinced her out of it. It's such a scary person to be in a relationship with. The way that she was like, I would have followed you anywhere. Like that Mm -hmm. broke me because I was just like, she really would have. I know. That's why when people are like, oh, I think she knew she was in on it and all that stuff. I was like, nobody would willingly sign up to blow up their life like this. Um, And I'm glad that because she literally went to a wedding that week and then met somebody and that's who she's dating right now. And I'm like, I'm so happy for her. Like, I'm, I'm also happy that she wasn't like the whole, like, like, well, we were together for nine years. So I got a heel for nine months or whatever that whole bullshit equation is. It's like, no, like you were suffering in that relationship for years, but we're willing to make it work because you convinced yourself that you loved this person and that you knew this person. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, for him, for all of that to come out that way, it's like, no, that is not the person you thought you knew. Mm-mm. You don't owe this person anything. And like, you deserve to be happy and and to move on with your life. Like, there is no need to wallow over fucking Tom Sandoval. Let me tell you what. No, although I will say, I feel like some serious work does have to be done after a relationship like that. Yeah. Before going into another, like, there's so much trauma that comes out of that kind of thing that it's like, if she just like, like moves on straight from it but I also don't think that this guy is like a serious relationship like I think it's a palate cleanser I think it's like like, I've been in such terrible spaces that I'm gonna have fun for a bit and like work it out that way well that's what I'm saying I I feel like if it's somebody that like you're actually just like having fun with and that it's completely different from your past relationship at the very least I think it's it's refreshing to be like wow like I did this for nine years with somebody that I was willing to pretty much sacrifice my own happiness to be with and and to support and 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 to back up whereas like to have somebody put you first buying her little sneakers and like doing all of those types of things I'm like it's necessary because I'm like at the same time I'm like she already suffers from depression anxiety like sitting in that is going to be 10 times worse for her than yeah being out there in the world and like living life the way that you should have been and the way that he was while you right. were sitting at home you know right. let him watch you from afar the way that she I went, love it talk straight into the camera and was oh like I love that Andy was like uh, where are you <laughs> I'm right here you're looking at Tom so Tom Sandoval is <laughs> yep. in the building in the camera yep. like you know but it's like let him know what's up bro like we're no, not she's we're been not looking so good she's been out living her life like it's giving everything. I love it. I'm here I love for this it. for her. I'm yeah. here for it. I love I I just I I just love seeing like strong women like fucking move mm-hmm. pushing it forward. I'm not what I'm saying, like be the inspiration for other people watching that it's like you don't have to do things by the book ever and like Mm-mm. what is just standard. I'm like if you want to change give it a radical change it doesn't have to yeah. be like inch by inch and comfortability the whole thing is getting out of your comfort zone experiencing what life should have been like for you this entire time that you've been missing out on because you're trying to like be a caretaker or like whatever you aren't you don't have kids go Mm-mm. go live your life go relocate and I, I hope she moves to New York I feel like oh she's God. thriving I would love for her to move here he's he's there and I'm just like she has friends there she has like w- well, you come back this is work. a great city to start over in. That's what I'm saying. This is a I'm, great city to just be like, okay, fuck it. We're going in. We're do doing you want it. To talk about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just love New York. Okay. I'm obsessed. Uh, yes. Yes. I feel like we've covered Vanderpump. <laughs> I think we're good on Vanderpump. I think so. I think we've gone deep. Well, do we want to do some questions for each other? Absolutely. You first or me first? um I'll go first okay okay Sierra yeah (laughs) um what is the craziest conspiracy theory that you've ever heard and do you believe it (laughs) oh man Uh I love this question so much um when I tell you that my TikTok algorithm is so random so random it'll be like cute puppy video vanderpump rules and then big conspiracy theory that i'm like (laughs) oh my god maybe and then i'll fall down these holes like conspiracy talk is a whole nother thing but i mean the biggest i think most relevant one right now would be um is britney dead is spears 
Yeah. So there was a video. Okay. So first of all, during this like lifting of the conservatorship where I think she was fully alive, I still think she's alive, but I think she's like mentally incapacitated. But mm-hmm. um, so the, the, when all that stuff was coming out, like I found a really deep conspiracy thing. Cause like obviously Britney Spears fan, like she's, she's the right. only person that I would like pay my rent to go see if it was like the same show of like slavery. Right. Oops. I did it again. Kind of era um black what is it onyx hotel era like okay so uh there was a death certificate that was released in i want to say 2010 that what? like she clearly wasn't dead and yes this was before the black mirror episode with miley cyrus came out but i'm like right. a thousand percent convinced even then that like this was kind of based off of britney's story and like them using her likeness uh and like her having no rights but like this record label her dad the whole company can just like do whatever they want with her so last week and like i will send you the the video please i saw this vid that was somebody had slowed down one of her uh instagram videos where it's like her dancing or whatever babe her hands like go like do like a weird thing she goes over her head comes back down like this and when her hands are like this her face changed and it's like for like a split second people are convinced that it's Jamie Lynn Spears using AI technology <gasps> like the deep fake stuff to make these videos and that's why they're so erratic and kind of like the same videos over and over again like it's it's Britney she literally just got her freedom back in January like why are we not seeing her driving why are we not seeing her out and about she'll like post that she's going to New York not one paparazzi photo of her at a store or at a restaurant and you're like what are you doing with this newfound freedom just Mm -hmm. like weird ass stuff right and as I said this video her face completely changed it went from like blue eyes like from brown eyes to like blue eyes and then straight back into like what her face looks like now right I'll send you the video but yes that is the biggest conspiracy theory that I am into right now that's that has been um (laughs) That's that that that's Ooh. that's the answer to your question. Heavy. And I'm also <laughs> curious if you've watched the video that they slowed down, but from her actual account, because people could also take a video and then oh, no. edit it. Right. Yeah, you just no, you screen record it literally on the done spot. It. You've done that? Mm-hmm. It's literally it it is Okay, it send is it to a, me. I'm so curious. It is a millisecond. Brittany better be alive. Millisecond here's my question for you conservatorship Mm -hmm. right she wasn't allowed to talk to like lance bass like people she's known from like mickey mouse club like she had home home like hometown friends how the hell did a guy who was the model and uh like love interest in one of her videos during the conservatorship end up being allowed to get close enough to her to end up being her husband right make it make sense i mean that feels like a that feels like an external calculated thing, right? Let's find a, a person to bring her in. Yeah. It's a handler. Yeah. Like, so that's what I'm saying is that I'm just like, I, I don't buy the husband. I don't buy, like, homeboy just wanted to be a famous actor so badly. Like his stuff, like his stories are disgusting. So I'm just like, I don't think there's anybody that's like protecting her and everybody's making mm-hmm. money off of her image. The woman literally has been performing, like I was performing into a, a hairbrush copying her in like 1997 she was doing yeah. like mall mall shows in 96 mm-hmm. um this woman should be worth 500 million if not a billionaire by now a and billionaire she, coming out of the conservatorship she was worth 60 million dollars and wow. that's the amount that alex cooper got for selling or like for uh call her daddy for spotify like alex cooper is richer than britney spears wow you know what i'm saying like shit's just not adding up so right yeah, that's my biggest conspiracy theory that is my like i am safe britney i am team britney i hope that she's okay but yeah that should really that that's just really fucks with me damn damn <laughs> well gotta look I'm- into it <laughs> I'm stressed now. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. So let me let me let me lift it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, bring it up, bring the mood up. Babe, guilty pleasure reality TV show and why? Love Island. Um, why? <laughs> for those of you who cannot see, this is my Love Island water bottle. I she got a text everywhere. I've got a text. Um, it is just, it is such quality television. <laughs> I started watching it over COVID. 
And my mom and I started watching it together. And it was, I got so locked in, in a way that I never got locked into The Bachelor. And I used to love uh, The Bachelor. But there is something about a 60 episode season (laughs) where you have so much time to spend with these people and really get to know them. And like, the the narratives aren't being shifted as much because we're seeing so much more of them, right? Like The Bachelor, you're getting, what, like, 10 episodes, 12 episodes of three months of them spending time with people. We're, th- there's too much room for producers to like manipulate and switch shit up. And I just love that Love Island, you're really getting like so much of these people. And then with like the unseen bits, which I used to skip and now I watch, there's so much personality in there that you don't get in the episode, which is insane because we're already getting so much footage on the apps. Right. Obsessed. It's just so good. I could watch it forever. I could watch it for literally ever. It's a great social experiment. Yeah. Did I tell you I auditioned for it? No. Would have been insane. Would have been insane. But you have to now. No, I did. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, what what was that? What was that experience like? Oh, I, uh, I think I got, like, I had, like, three or four calls. One with, like, casting and then with another casting person and then casting and a producer um I it was I mean I was dressing sexier for these calls than I literally ever dressed um (laughs) yeah literally put me on your show um it's I had talked to my therapist about it because I was like there's so many aspects of that show that would make me so deeply uncomfortable okay Um, like what like the challenges that they do where they have to like pole dance or like strip tease and like just so many sexy things that are so outside of my comfort zone and just like not who I am as a person. Um, And, and I knew I literally was like about to sign up for pole dancing class. I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to treat it like a, like a role. And I am going to go learn how to be sexy as if a character was going to be sexy was wearing sexier clothes and I and I was talking to my therapist about it because I, I it was really like some mental gymnastics that I had to do to be like can I actually do this yeah and she was so excited for it she's like Savannah do you realize how much we'll have to talk about when you're done with that show like the amount of stuff <laughs> that like, not only all have dealt with but that she could have watched me deal with and then right. taken that and like really went in I was like that would actually that would that would probably change my entire life if she could like say, watch me on a day to day. That's like a necessary almost like series, like having yeah. your therapist like actually observe you from afar yes. and then be like, this is how you deal with things. This is how you cope. And this is what's correct. And this is what needs work. Like that's damn. actually a great show idea, you know, but like, I love that type of shit. I'm like, that's why I love Vaderpump. I'm like, it's called, it's, it's, it's yeah. a psycho uh, a sociological experiment. Yes. I wish you went on Love Island. You, you know what? It. I know, but I watched it. It was for the first season of US and mm-hmm. none of the guys were my type. And I was like, okay, I'm actually not. I'm also, I would now be like the cougar on the show. Yeah. You know, I'm now the oldest on because oh. everyone's like 19 and 21. Oh, yeah. So I'd be like the older hot girl, but then I'd look younger than all of them. So it would be really confusing. Well, that, and then I'm like, yeah, are you going to, like, go for, like, Xander? Like, like what was the guy with the earring? Yeah, uh, no. Like, U.S. in Sydney? I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. There was, like, no one that I was, that I was, like, that's who I would have gone for. And I just. You didn't want to couple up? I didn't want to couple up with? No, not good enough chat. Um, I want to couple up with. I've got the ink. (laughs) I, I love when they do those speeches. When it's, like first of all are you just like avoiding contact like eye contact with them the whole time I love how they pause so dramatically in between I'm like how long is the pause actually um (laughs) there's just so much there's so much I love it okay yeah that's my guilty that's my guilty pleasure reality show we're just like living lives just living (laughs) life yeah um okay so my last question for you what is your biggest consistent impulse buy like what are you always going to spend too much money on regardless of like how silly or stupid or whatever it is take out girl that's that's too easy I keep postmates in business 
Um, you really Connor, do. Connor has, I, I've been, I was the original, I was doing Eat 24 and DoorDash, uh, before Eat 24. That, that's, that's, a I don't even back. know what that is. I don't that even was, know what that is. I, I think that was like Uber Eats and something else before that. It was, were you doing that in like Franklin Village? I was, Vibes? yes, yes, babe. I was ordering oh, Bossa yeah. Nova to the Hollywood Tower after wow. being at Bootsies with you. Like, yeah, I, I, I have never liked picking up food ever and I will pay extra for the delivery. And when I have a craving and if I want it, I want now, it doesn't matter if I went grocery shopping yesterday, today, I'll order it. And um, when I run out of my coffee pods, cause I have like an espresso, like thing mm-hmm. when I run out of that it's Alfred's and Starbucks delivery so yeah wow. that was an easy one <laughs> yeah I have core memories of us at the Hollywood Towers in bed all day long and we would just order every meal I think I used to call out of work because I was like I'm just so cozy I think we were watching like Vanderpump and Laguna and like whatever yes. the fuck reality show and the hills the hills and just ordering food and there were most days where I would have had to have gotten up and go to work. And I was like, I'm going to call in sick. I'm just going to call in sick. <laughs> I'm going to stay here. Because so your bed was great also so comfortable. Your bed was so cozy. I miss that mattress, RIP. I have uh, never had another one as good as that. And I, and I held on to that as long as possible until it was like my body is ingrained into this right. mattress. <laughs> like, like we got it. We got it. And this it is up. not Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay. Amazing. I, my last question for you, oh, I'm, this is tough. I'm tied between two. It's a dating one. Okay. Um, Both are. Yeah. It's, do I ask you both and you can choose which one you want to answer? Yeah, let's do that. That sounds fun. Uh, Okay. So you have to choose between either what's the most awkward thing that's happened to you on a date or what's the worst piece of relationship advice you've gotten and actually followed. Okay. Um, Okay, let's go with the date one. What is it? The okay. worst thing? Most embarrassing uh, thing? What was the most awkward thing that's happened thing. to you on a date? Um, oh, fuck. There's so many. I mean, I feel like every date is just <laughs> terrible. Um, <laughs> hashtag sad. <laughs> but first date trauma. Was, yeah, there was one date that I went on. I think it was the first date after the big breakup. Um, and it took me so long to go on a date and I matched with this guy and he was like cute. He wasn't funny, but I was like, whatever, I'm going to go because he looks right. Um, and this is also post like four or five months of therapy. So I'm now like self-aware. I know what I'm looking for, what I'm not. And I have my non-negotiables list. It's five things that are like non-fucking negotiables for the person that I'm going to date. I want to know what's um, on my list. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> my phone's away now, so I can't, but next okay. time. Okay, next time, um, non-negotiables. Yes, which is actually, yeah, cute. Um, but one of them is empathetic. Like, I need okay. somebody that's, like, truly empathetic and, like, fucks yes. with other people and is just not in their own space all yes. the time. Love and um, this guy, first of all, he was the worst kind of human. He was... He was so into himself. Yeah. He was like a an agent for influencers and also musicians, but I think it was like more so DJs. So like a DJ and influencer agent with like, which like, this is gross. niche as fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're sitting, we go to Crossroads, which okay. was like nice because I'm a vegetarian. I was like, okay, cute. He's taking me to a vegetarian place. This guy is like, he's just your typical LA douchebag the agent of it all for influencers and DJs yeah no shade but like a little um more towards him and not towards the influencers and the DJs um he had such a strict diet he wasn't eating carbs so like already yeah yeah, it was terrible you Um, can't have more food restrictions than I do sorry no and now I feel like I kind of have to order with now Savannah, 31 year old Savannah wouldn't, but at the time I was like, oh yeah, uh, carbs, even though like I live off of bread and (laughs) cheese. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Pizza, pasta, quesadillas, like literally give me a bread for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we're ordering like the salad, stupid. And he answers three phone calls at the table. No. No. I'm so sorry. This is my client. I'm so sorry. I have to answer this. 
um, three times. And I'm sitting there just looking like a fucking asshole the entire time. And he gets off one of his calls and he's like, sorry about that. I just have this client who's like um, really needy and blah, 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 blah. And like, they take so much energy and I'm an empathetic person. So I was like, that must be like tough to be dealing with so many personalities all the time. And you kind of have to like take that in. Like, does that affect you at all? How do you deal with that? And he was like, oh, no, I have an assistant that deals with everyone. Typically, I'm not like an empathetic person, so I don't really care about and starts going into how he just like doesn't want to deal with anyone else's emotions ever. (laughs) It's like, uh, no, oh, oh my. But it was such a cool moment because I had my non-negotiables list. Right. Second, he said, I'm it specifically the words where I'm not an empathetic person. I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't care about this date anymore. <laughs> Instantly checked out. And can you bring me a basket of bread, a Literally. pizza, pancakes, whatever carbs you have back there? I think we got a gluten-free pizza. Like oh. it was so, with like vegan cheese. It was no, just you. not, no. no. No, he's not, he, he's done. He's gone. <laughs> it was so quickly over. It was like, just not, no. This was over the second we sat down, but empathetic person. No, I love that. And I love that you have a list of non-negotiables. I think that's just like very important with dating. And it's just like such a crapshoot. I feel like every time you sit down to like a dinner date or drinks. It is. And there's so much, there's so many things that we could have on our list of like what we need from a person. We're never going to get all of the character traits and all of the physical traits that we have like built up in our mind after watching gazillion like rom-coms and seeing all of these like Hollywood romance stories like we're just never gonna have that picture perfect right and the ability to like let that go because I have my five core these I will not fuck around with like I this is what actually matters for me and a partner and I will not like let up on those yeah. And I feel like five yeah. is not asking a lot. Like it's, it's like, not. They're just like a laundry ones. list. Yeah, yeah. It's just like my top five. You go girl. Thank you. you. Therapy. Um, so you might be leaving after this and possibly going to brunch or something. I just going to brunch. Yeah. I just wanted mm-hmm. to know kind of like a little East coast vibe. Like what, know. what is one place or thing that you're obsessed with on your side of town this is a great question (sighs) okay so many good food options that it's kind of overwhelming and I can't pick just one okay but a show does a show count absolutely a recommendation have have you heard of Titanic Titanic like Uh as in Titanic as in the girl Titanic okay no Titanic is an off-Broadway show Okay. Created by um, Marla Mandel and Constantine, whose name I cannot remember, but he was in um, Jordan Ross's Cruel Intentions. Okay. Um, so okay. Yeah. Musical theater. Yeah. Um, they created the show. It's Titanic. <laughs> it's the story of Titanic told through Celine Dion as if she was on Titanic. Love this. Um, so Titanic is how Celine Dion pronounces Titanic. <laughs> Um, it's all Celine Dion music. It is the yeah. funniest fucking show I've ever seen. I've now seen it twice. And Marla and Constantine are done June 4th, I think. So I'm going to go see it one more time before they're off. It's still I running for another it year. that much. It's Sierra. When I tell you it's the f- literal funniest thing I've ever seen. Like crying, laughing from the beginning till end. Yeah. It's insane. And my acting teacher is Cal in it. And I was like, if that's not, if that's not showing that like my entire life is going on the right track right now, that my acting teacher is in <laughs> a fucking Titanic spoof off Broadway show. Yes. You're, yeah. You're like, the stars are aligning. Things are making <laughs> sense in my life right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Titanic. I love Next that. time you come here. We have to go see it. We're going. And I so would I, recommend I have to get everyone. out there before June is what you're saying. To yeah, see the come room. here next week. Okay. But listen, it'll be around. It won't be them, but it's still going to be great. Incredible show. Cute. Yeah, I couldn't recommend enough. What about you? What's in LA? Give me give me the West Coast. All right. Um, our friend Dio came out here to visit. So, yes, I was um, so jealous. I made sure that we got a reservation at a hot spot mm-hmm. uh, called Mother Wolf. 
it's Italian. Inside feels like you could be anywhere in the world. Like mm. the, you are not on sunset where you've got these like beautiful red booths that everybody's like sitting in, but it's like spacious. So you don't feel like you're right on top of people. And it's the best Italian food I have had in a minute. We all like, it's supposed to be like family style, but like my group of friends, we don't really fuck around like that. So we're like, (laughs) well, we we do family style for apps, but like for a pasta dish, because sometimes they do be bringing out those like pasta dishes being like, it's family style. And you're like, so everybody gets a bite. Like, right. So I get one ravioli. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, so we each got like a pasta dish. I got, you know, you're vegetarian, but I got the wild boar, um, ragu. It was Mm phenomenal they had these uh ricotta not mozzarella it's ricotta and another type of cheese but they're stuffed uh squash blossoms like the flowers and i love those they deep fry it like in like a tempura like situation oh my god God. mouth is watering i have never had squash blossoms like this my dude the best ones in town the pasta was phenomenal and then we went ham on the desserts we got olive oil cake we got two types of gelato we got a strawberry shortcake we were drinking espresso martinis palomas uh red wine like it it was glowing we should have been an hour and a half dinner we were there for like three hours and I they did not kick that. us out we were just ordering drinks left and right the vibes are correct the food is delicious uh, number one recommendation mother wolf wow and I gotta say when you guys were posting pictures that day I think I screenshotted like three of them like it looked <laughs> the food looked good and almost more importantly but not more importantly the vibe looked so I was like they're living my dream life right now it's like we're on whatever the all that dessert the stuff you guys were getting Ooh, the presentation the service it's 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 comfortable also the bar area is so fucking cute I think you can just go and like grab a drink or whatever cute. but like mother wolf is the one y'all mother okay wolf we gotta is go when one. I come to LA okay absolutely well you gotta give me a heads up so I can I will <laughs> so Make I can refresh that cue yeah <laughs> okay well well, I can't believe yeah this is this has been fun it's our first episode first pod down baby yes uh come back next week we're gonna we have so much more to talk about I could literally talk to you for hours for so long we're gonna have to like actively keep ourselves from going too long going too long it's gonna it's gonna be a struggle but you know I guess we just have to FaceTime more during the week. I guess we do get some of it out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm really excited that we're doing this together. And I'm really excited for everybody like listening. Uh, Tell us your thoughts. Do I do the whole like subscribe rate? Yeah, do it. Do it. So hop on all of your streaming platforms to like, subscribe, rate. Uh, we will be airing on YouTube and uh, our social medias. Follow us on TikTok, uh, YouTube, Instagram at Coastally Speaking. No underscores, no weird dots or numbers. Um, and yeah, and uh, at Savannah Duardo yep. and at Sierra C. Robinson. Yes, I have an initial in there. Um yeah, give us a follow. Let us know what you think. And um, we're so excited to hang out with you guys next week. Yay. Oh my God. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you. You, you <laughs> so have the fun. best time at brunch. Thank um, you. Text me all the tea. I will. Okay. <laughs>